What's up, Horky Bastards? We're back again, episode two on Spotify. Uh, we're live from St. Louis in my garage. Uh, it's me, Avery, and we got Colin across the table. Hey, yo. It's Colin in here, in the garage, chilling. Let's get it. All right, so life updates. I think we're going to start most of our podcast with a little life update. Um, I started school, and it sucks ass. And um, some of my homework assignments take me five hours. But uh, other than that, I'm chilling. It's good. Usually if I can get my stuff done before like six or seven o'clock, I can have the rest of the night just to chill. And one thing I've noticed is like now that baseball's over, I don't feel as busy, even though I might even be busier. Because mm-hmm. like I'm not just physically worn out. Like I don't have to wake up at 6 a.m. and go yeah. go lift weights and go to baseball practice for three hours after class. So it's a nice change of pace. Like I don't mind sitting down and doing hours of homework if, you know, I'm in like the right headspace. But yeah, things are pretty chill in St. Louis. Um, I'm glad you can come and uh, come do the pod uh, two weeks in a row. Oh, yeah. So we're um, within 30 minutes of each other instead of you in Columbia and me uh, here. Yeah, so I, I think we'll have a good a good thing going here. Yep, just um, gotta keep those listens up. Yeah, we share to all the brothers, I didn't, the sisters. I didn't check the stats today, but like it has like a little graph that you can see. And the first day we had like twenty streams total, and d- day two we had like another twenty, and then it like really dropped off after that. Like I think yesterday, I think yesterday we had like one stream. So um, hey, whoever that one person is. Shout out you. Yeah, sh- you know, shout out to all of our listeners that gave our first episode a shot. We got nothing but good feedback. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to it. We're going to keep this going. Uh, Colin, do you have anything you want to share about your life update? Life update? Um, biggest thing that happened to me uh, since the last time was uh got sushi for the first time in like two months. Love sushi. Such a solid food can't go wrong i know it's a highly debated uh food either you like you love it or you hate it i was i was a hater at first thought it was a little scary you know cold fish cold just a little intimidating but i've definitely warmed up to it and now i'd say i'm a sushi connoisseur yeah i usually prefer my fish cooked but like i'll try sushi when i'm at a japanese restaurant yeah like if my girlfriend orders it and i like it like i can't complain but like if i'm at a japanese restaurant personally i'm gonna order like hibachi grill like give me that chicken teriyaki with yeah noodles and rice oh my god yeah usually i usually get sushi when i go to like a sushi place and most of the time i go i go to this place that does an all you can eat for like 12.99 yeah Put, we put them in the negatives. Yeah, that's a gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. We had a... Can you imagine like a... Are you saying like that, that's like a golden corral like for Japanese food kind of? Like all you can eat or... Well, no, it's like... They, they just bring they, you out more and more yeah, food? Yeah, they, they give you like a slip of paper and you like check off what you want. And oh, they sick. Give, they give it. You give it to them and then they bring you that and then they just have like 20 slips of paper on the table so you can just Damn. keep racking them but the catch is if you say if you order like you know you get 15 rolls off the bat and you only eat 10 of them they're like all right well how about you you're gonna pay for those other five yeah so the, the last time i went with colton uh 
We each started off with like four or five rolls, I think it was. And we're like halfway through these. And the waitress comes back and she's like, uh, do you guys want any, uh, would you like any more? And me and Colton looked at each other like, let's, let's get some more. <laughs> so we each like fired off like three more rolls and like some yeah, more crab rangoons. And then she walked away. And then about five minutes later, me and Colton just both look at each other and we're like, dude, we're not finishing these. Like we're on like our fourth roll and we're like getting somewhat, or fourth or fifth roll and we're getting like pretty full. Yeah, we still have three, four more rolls each, like on the way. <laughs> and our stomachs were already full, and we're like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, that's just when you feel kind of bad for wasting food. Like, my grandpa. Oh, we didn't waste it. Oh, you oh. took it home? No, you can't take it home. So we ate, we each ate like a little bit of it. And then the waitress comes back. She's like, are you guys going to finish? And we're like, uh, will we have to pay? She's like, yeah, you guys would. Like, that's too much. And we're like, all right. Yeah, how about uh, stuff like two rolls into our hoodie pockets, <laughs> and then, and then try to eat the rest, and then put a couple more in like our regular pockets, and we left like two. And she's like, she's like, oh wow, you guys really cleaned up. We're like, yep. And yeah. then as soon as we walk out the door, we just go straight to the cat trash can and empty our hoodie pockets. There's like twelve pieces in there. Oh my god. My my grandpa does something similar. Like we'll be at Chili's, and we'll be like halfway through our meal, like. Most people kind of fill up on chips while they're, like, waiting on their food to come out. Like, that's what we're doing. We're eating chips the whole time. We get, like, halfway through our meal. He goes to our waitress. Oh, hey, can we get another order of chips <laughs> and some more salsa? And then so she brings out the chips and salsa. And then he'll have, like, two chips and then just leave the entire. Uh... Oh, yeah. But, like, the good thing about Chili's, though, is that if you want, like, to-go chips, they'll, they give, it to they'll give you, like, a fresh bag of chips and they'll get you, like, salsa in a... And like a styrofoam cup, it's super nice. That's I, solid. I try to do that every time. Like the three for ten at Chili's is like, it's nice. I usually get the, I'll get like a house salad, and then um, I'll get the bacon chicken ranch uh, quesadillas, which I made some this week. There's some gas, dude. It was honestly one of the best tasting things. We talked last week about how, how like, uh, home food. cooking. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so rewarding at the end. I was just sitting down, like, eating my quesadillas. I was like, God, I am so proud of myself <laughs> for making something that tasted so good. Yeah, dude, that's that's the best. Like, this past week, I made, uh, for my family on Sunday, I made chicken bacon ranch casserole. Ooh. Straight. Dude, chicken bacon ranch is just a lethal combo. Dude, it's deadly. And it's just straight to the biceps too and like the chicken's easy to make the bacon's easy to make and like just squirt some ranch in there too dude yeah dude like i love cooking and i'm I'm trying to you know branch out and try new things but it's a little intimidating try to like try to cook uh you know more complex things like i've, I've just yeah. been sticking to pasta just because i love pasta but pasta yeah. is some gas Pasta is just—it's a god tier food. It's you just awful. overload on carbs the night before a horky lifting session the next day, dude. You're all juice ready to go the next day. You still taking creatine? Of course. Yeah, dude. You just gotta hydrate. All that uh, all that water goes to your muscles. Plus, you get that carb overload the night before. You're yeah, juiced yeah. out, ready to go. Literally, like, there's no room left in my body for my muscles after that. My little yeah. muscles about to pop out my skin. <laughs> You're filling out those sleeves on your Horky Boy shirt That's in the gym. Funny. They're about to come off, actually. Yeah. I'm about uh, to, I had to get an XL. Talking about shirts, I need you guys to go onto our Teespring and order some more shirts. We haven't had an order in a few weeks. And uh, 
So it costs ten dollars a month to hook your Spotify up to this like thing called an RSS feed, which is what you upload your uh, episodes to, and that costs ten dollars a month. And plus, I've got my uh, like Photoshop and Illustrator subscription, like to make designs on, because like I want to do that stuff anyway, so I'll yeah. pay for it. But like, I was kind of hoping that the Teespring Horky Boys merch site would be a way that I could pay for all that and not like feel like I'm wasting money. So like. Hop on the merch website. I'm pumping out new designs weekly or bi-weekly. Go check them out. T-shirts for like 25 bucks. Uh, we've got wall tapestries, uh, hoodies. Um, I think I put some posters on there. You can get stickers now. Have you seen that on there? Yeah, dude. Uh, I actually have a sticker. This man's talented. Yeah. Uh, graphic design since I was 12 years old. Self-taught. Have you heard of that uh, guy? He, he's like pretty big on Instagram. I think his name is just Cole on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's he's like a graphic design guru. Like, he actually just had like a collab with like the Jurassic Park brand and like. Oh shit! No, he's he's the real deal. You gotta look him up. Cole, like, it's just cool. I'm pull him up right now and just show you. Get, dude. He he makes like all kinds of class. And he's just like on his own. He just posts stuff on his Instagram and like he had a thing. He he does things for athletes, like movies, all kinds of stuff, and like. That seems like the dream. He's yeah. He's, graphic design is so fun. Like I'll when I'm making the designs for the t-shirts, I'll be sitting there for like an hour and a half, and it'll feel like five minutes went by. Like if I had to do it all over again and go to school for something else other than engineering, I definitely would have just stuck to graphic design. I know, dude. Like stuff like that's how I think sometimes. I'm like, man, I I wish I could just like make music or like write yeah. write like a TV show or something like that. Seems like so cool, but I don't think my uh, the creative levels in my head <laughs> are there. I mean, I'm I see some of the stuff. Like, did you watch the Real Bros episode this last week? No, I still haven't yet. I need Wait, to watch catch up. What to episode it. are you on? Did you oh. watch the second one? Yeah. Okay, the, dude. I think this so far the season, like since they resumed it after COVID, it's solid. It's good. I think the whole thing's good, honestly. Yeah, they're on what season three, like episode eight or nine now. Yeah, I think the next one is 11. It's so cool that they went from just making YouTube uh, like little eight-minute episodes yeah. to like actually getting a partnership with Facebook Watch. That's huge. Dude, that could happen to us. You never know. That, dude, that could happen to us. If, if somebody hears this uh, podcast, like, man, you guys are, you know, you guys have dude, some good chemistry. You like, guys you, guys should, you guys could write a show for us. We're like, yeah, we could. <laughs> You know, this it might po- not turn out good, but we could do it. We'll have fun doing it. Yeah. And if we make just a little bit of money. Okay. That, I'm going to kind of go on a tangent here. Um, I was at a party uh, this last weekend. I went and visited my girlfriend in Kansas City. Um, and she had like a small, like really small get together with some of her friends from uh, PT school. And I was talking to one of the guys and he was asking me what I like, what I like to do in my free time. And I was like, Oh, well, uh, I do this and that, but I, uh, I actually have my own podcast. Like I was wearing the Horky boys off that gas shirt and people were like asking about it. And I told him I do a podcast and he goes, Oh, that's so embarrassing. I was like, what do you mean? Why is that embarrassing? You should have punched him in the mouth. He was, dude, he was pissing everybody off. It was, I don't like, first of all, why would you say that? Yeah, like, and especially, like, you didn't know him either. Yeah, I did. I had been talking to him for, like, five minutes. I was like, who the hell are you to tell me that I should be embarrassed for making a podcast? He goes, it seems like every white guy and his friends makes a podcast nowadays. I'm like, 
I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care, like, if I make money off of it. I don't care. If it's just for fun. It. I mean, as long as I'm providing my friends with good content and yeah, they're it's like, just like, my friends listen to the podcast and they laugh at it. People like it. So, like, I'm going to keep doing it because that's really what it's all about. It's just. What was his name? I don't even remember. He wasn't even worth yeah, me remembering his name. Guy. Fuck that guy. But I mean, it's a premature premature blow dart of the week. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck the dude at the PT uh, small get together. Uh, you're an asshole. Uh, he actually got kicked out of the party. Dude, you should find out his number, send it to him, and be like, dude, go to this one part on our podcast, and it's just this part of us ripping his ass. Over. Yeah, this is me saying, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. All right, so. I've got a couple p- topics that I brought to the table that I want to talk about. Um, Let's go for it. Dive in. So last year, Evan was riding the bus. I had just gotten hurt. Like I tore my labrum last year, for those that don't know. And so Evan was riding the bus on the way to a baseball game, or maybe it was on the way back from a baseball game. I was just sitting at home, and he sends me a Snapchat that like a few guys on the team on the back of the bus were uh, talking about like evolution and religion and stuff and it got to the point where uh one of them said you have to be an absolute idiot to actually believe in evolution and evan snapped me like quoting them on what they said and uh he was like i just can't do this right now like they're sending me i was like i would have blown my head off like how i i think the main problem with a lot of people today is like there's so much scientific evidence pointing to so many things in the world and like some people just choose not to believe in science it's like it's literally uh like you're choosing ignorance yeah like there's so many like different signs pointing towards evolution that it's like it's like the most accepted theory like of all time like there's a reason why it's like yeah i mean like literally everything about any one of us any living being on the planet like every trait that they have is from evolution like everything's an evolutionary trait like I was looking into this with a couple of my friends, and have you ever noticed how small, uh, like, great silverback gorillas or, like, any ape, how small their balls are? Yeah, they have tiny Or no, not how small their balls are, how small their dicks are. But their balls are huge. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They've got small It doesn't matter. They're beasts. And I I looked into this, and the reason that uh, their balls are so big and their dicks are so small is because, so... Apes will like they bang all the time. Like they will bang this girl, this girl gorilla, and this one, and this one. Like they don't give a shit. So it's not uncommon for a female gorilla to be carrying like multiple apes' sperm at the same time. So, um, so like not only are the uh, gorillas in competition with each other to reproduce, but like their sperm inside the female gorilla is also in competition with each other. So, so like it's like the, battle royale. So like, for yeah. Semen. <laughs> so like, obviously the more semen you produce, the better chance you have at reproducing. So like over millions and millions and millions of years, great apes have developed huge testicles and the size of their dicks just like, doesn't matter at all. <laughs> like they don't give a shit. That's insane. I I just thought that was funny. Like I was, li- I, me and my buddies were talking about it one night, and we were just like, "Why the hell are apes' dicks so small? Why are their balls so damn big?" So I just looked it up, and dude, that's just that's just give all the bros out there confidence. Like, you know what? You might not have the biggest dick, but but like you could be just producing more sperm. That's not what I was getting. I was just saying, hey, you're you know? still you could still be a cool guy. 
I mean, <laughs> apes are scary as shit. Apes are badasses. And if those apes are rocking, rocking small hogs, like, there's nothing wrong with you rocking a small hog, you know? Yeah, don't be discouraged about a small hog. And also don't think you're too cool if you have a big hog, like... Big hogs are overrated. Yeah, and just know that doesn't give you any evolutionary advantage yeah, to yeah. reproducing, maybe. I don't know. I might take that back. Dude, and also another thing about, like, primates. Uh, I have this article. I knew, I thought it was more recent, but apparently, like, primates primates recently, like, reached the Stone Age. Like, they're the equivalent, like, the Stone Age. Like, I can't get into the detail like I, i'd have to read the article but i remember they they started these monkeys in some zoo uh started like i think maybe maybe making tools or something but it was like this huge jump like from what monkeys were before to like now and it's yeah. like dude in like 50 100 years if we're still here like those monkeys that are like slowly evolving do you think they'll like become like yeah. how we are, like humans. So like, what you're saying, like they're reaching the point, like to monkey, back to back how we were during the Stone Age, like when we like, yeah, like monkeys are evolving like in front of our eyes. They're like progressing, and it's like I mean that we do share like I know that's crazy to think like literally so, so Planet, saying, Planet of the Apes is gonna happen is what I'm saying. Ooh, you think Caesar's gonna be running running around the streets with an AK here pretty soon? You never know. Dude, 2020 has been pretty crazy. We might see that by the end of the year. 2020 literally can just go. It can. I don't know. I'm looking forward to Christmas, though. I've started I've started thinking about what I'm going to get all my friends for Christmas. Uh, I don't I already talked. what are you getting me? <laughs> You'll find out. But <gasps> I, I told this to my roommate, Andrew, the other day. I was thinking about what I could get him for Christmas, and so we sit like right across the room uh, from each other while we're doing Zoom meetings and stuff in classes. Like they'll split us up into groups, so he's in a different group than I am for like some engineering problems, and his headset doesn't have mic monitoring, so he can't hear how loud he's talking. So he just like screams into his <laughs> like screams into his microphone uh, while he's doing these practice problems. I'm sitting like five feet away from him, so I was like, "Hey." For Christmas, I'm gonna get you a headset with mic monitoring, yeah. so you stop screaming while we're doing homework. Yeah, so your ears aren't bleeding. Yeah, you're. I know. You're on the way to. Oh. You're on the way to building a PC, right? Yes, sir. Two more parts left. What What do you got left to come in? Got to get the graphics card, which is the big daddy, and then uh, another fan. But my three parts just came in today. Yeah, did you did you decide on that Funko? I sent you that Saitama Funko Pop yeah, to put on the inside. Yeah, I think I get that one. That one's it's dope. sick. Actually, my manga came in. I ordered the first three volumes of One Punch Man on Amazon and manga, and like each book was only like six bucks, and they're two hundred pages each. So, Dang. so I bought three One Punch Man comic books for like eighteen dollars on Amazon. I just have them like on my shelf in the office, and like I'm gonna break them open eventually but it like it's pretty satisfying to have like all the volumes of a book together like in the same show yeah it does look cool like i was thinking like eventually i'd like to have in my office a giant bookcase filled with books i've read because like you've oh shit you've read uh like some of the game of thrones books right yeah like so so you'd consider yourself a reader like i'm I'm getting getting back into it yeah i'm currently reading uh stephen king's it yeah only 1200 pages so what page are you on right now 
I think last night I got to like 125 or so. Okay. So I'm about like a tenth there. Is that like a read before you go to bed kind of thing? Yeah. Just a, yeah, I've been considering doing that. I mean, I used to do it, and it was super nice. And then, I don't know, maybe I just had like so many shows I wanted to watch that I kind of stopped reading. But like it is just good content but like over a long period of time like it's just so time consuming and something that's so good and killing the time and it really does tell a better story than like any kind of movie could just because the anticipation builds up so much more than it's just a lot more descriptive and yeah yeah like how i look is like i'd rather like lately since i started reading the book i've thought i'm like i'd rather just read some pages than just be staring at my phone like looking at twitter or tiktok for like the last 15 minutes before i go to bed like i yeah i luckily i've stopped browsing tiktok before i go to bed but when i was browsing tiktok right before bed i mean 45 minutes would doesn't yeah it doesn't help you go to sleep and i feel like reading definitely gets me like yeah i mean you really don't want to be looking at blue light before like two i read i heard about this in my psychology class is like if if you can turn off your phone two hours before you go to bed, or maybe it was three hours, you have like way less interruptions in your sleep. Like your eyes or something that the way the blue light hits your eyes, like those effects last for like a couple hours. Jeez. So like it, so like you'll have trouble falling asleep if you use your phone too much. Which I've tried that before, and I did feel like I slept somewhat better. But I do want to get back into reading because it it really is just a better way to pass the time and to calm your nerves down dude and it helps with vocab man like it does dude i, I want to get my vocab up i've learned some cool ass words from reading dude actually me and my buddy tristan we've been every day we just send each other a word of a day yeah and we have to use it in a sentence <laughs> and so we're just we're just trying to better our vocab just better ourselves all around and i feel like i'm trying to get away from the word like as much because i know i say that so much i am too i've, I've caught myself bad. saying that a couple times but like it's such a good podcast. gap word it is but it's learned at the same time mm-hmm. i don't know how we developed this habit of just saying like all the time but it is something that i'm trying to be conscious of you're trying to say something but you don't know exactly how to say it so you throw like in there so it's so it's almost uh kind of almost or yeah you know what I'm trying to say. I'm about to say it like three times there. I just try to stop. It's hard. But when when some people say like way too much and it's like starting to become noticeable for me, I'll start counting how many times they say really? like in my head. Yeah, dude, you. It's probably been in that situation for me before. I I feel I don't I throw it around so much. I don't think that I've ever counted for you, but definitely one time when me and my girlfriend were in an argument, I just started thinking about how many times she was saying like because she. I've always noticed that I say like a lot when I'm like a little bit uncomfortable in the situation and I'm yeah. not completely focused on what I'm saying. So I don't know. She was, we were in an argument. She just kept saying like over and over again. And I just, in my head, probably not the best thing to be thinking about mid argument. Yeah. Just... You're probably about to laugh and she's like <laughs> scolding you and you're about to crack a smile. That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, vocab. Vocab's cool. Do you have any like uh, words of the week that you'd throw out there for the pod? Let me see. Because uh, back you in... Know, you know what word I've seen in uh, it a few times that I really like is the word aura. Or like A-U... A-U-R-A, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's basically like just your vibe around or, you know, kind of... Yeah. Like your the spirituality around your physical being or your physical body. It's just kind of how you give off 
you know? Yeah. So, like, if you have, like, a good aura, it's like, you know, you, you come in place with someone with a good aura, and you yeah. can just feel You get good vibes. I don't know. It's a good word, and I kind of want to start using it more. And or- I feel like once you become, uh, like, conscious of your, uh, of your aura, you kind of start to realize, like, hey, I'm giving off some negative energy right now. Like, I don't know. I think it's healthy to... Yeah. I feel like I'm good at uh, reading people's auras as well, too. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking about this uh, the other day. So you know how different animals in the animal kingdom uh, perceive, like, light in different ways? Yeah. Like a deer, people say a deer sees in, like, or like a dog sees in black and white, but we see color, so they, they have no idea what color is. And, like, some animals can only see at night do you think there's any animals out there that we just don't know this about them that they can like see the energy coming off our body i like to think that they probably could dude i think animal some animals can probably see some stuff that we have no chance of ever seeing like the mantis shrimp how they have like what like nine we have like two or three cones of like color vision or something they have like 12 or something like they're probably like tripping balls they all day, are. every day. Like, like if we if we saw what some other animals are seeing, like every day, we'd probably throw up. Yeah, because we just can't comprehend what they're seeing. Like, it's so much different than our reality. And this is another thing I was thinking about: aliens, like, could be walking among us. We just don't have the ability to perceive like their matter i don't know if that does that make sense like they could be existing like on visible like i don't maybe like they exist in energy like maybe we have a physical form so like you think about it a body is really just a vessel for your conscience right like your brain is telling your body what to do and like your body is just used to carry out tasks right like you tell yourself, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But really, it's just your brain talking to yourself. What if aliens aren't the like little green figures that we think they are? What if they're actually just like celestial kind of beings that are just pure energy forms and we literally just can't see them? Like they don't have appendages to like reach out and touch things so we don't notice that they're there and we can't see them because they're literally just energy. But so- maybe they can see us. Does that make sense? I guess it kind of makes sense, but I wouldn't really like consider them aliens. Then I, I don't know. Like, I guess yeah. I guess the way that we've defined aliens from like movies and stuff isn't. It just sounds like it's like almost like a ghost is what you're. Describing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that is what I'm describing. I don't know, but it makes sense though. Yeah. Like there could be other things in this room that exist that. Like, That's how I feel about like color. Like, we obviously we have a the rainbow and all those colors, but. You can't think of a new color simply because we think we've seen every color, but what right. if there are more colors? Like, you know, like there's all these molecules and atoms and stuff floating around the yeah. around us, but we can't see them because they're tiny. But what if we could see all that stuff? What if we could all see all that stuff that's microscopic or not visible to our eye? And what if it's just like crazy colors that actually we can't comprehend it's just, i mean there i mean that is a thing yeah like we, we can only see light in the visible spectrum but like there's like infrared and it's gamma impossible rays, to X-rays. make up a new color you can't yeah. you can't just make up a new color but right it's because we think we've seen all of them but maybe right. we haven't so maybe eventually like when e- you know how elon musk is making the neuralink 
like to put something in your brain. Yeah, that's not happening. May he says it can happen like within five to ten years. Yeah, I'm not putting that in my brain. No, I'm not doing my brain Black either. Mirror but too many times. but I but I think that it will be like a technology that people have access to. Yeah, but like one of what if one of those chips that you put in the back of your head? What if it allows you to perceive other colors that you didn't know were there? That would be crazy. That's like that is like that Black Mirror episode where he does the game test and it's like. They put a chip in the back of his neck, and it's VR, but he doesn't put anything on his face. Obviously, right. he just puts the chip in his back, and then he just sees stuff. Yeah. That's trippy. Do maybe we I can... I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like stuff being programmed in my eyeballs like right. that. Right. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at that point, if you Let have... me just take the DMT <laughs> and see it naturally. I don't need yeah. a computer in my brain to see random stuff. Yeah, and, and at that point... There's not much stopping whoever has control of that. Yeah, thing that's what I was about to say. From too. like taking over your entire body. Like if they really have the technology to connect pathways in your brain, to like to fix blindness and like fix some like motor problems, there's nothing stopping the person with the chip from like maybe just shutting off your body. I don't think or I could ever brainwashing you like all right, yeah. go go on a killing spree or something like that. Maybe, dude, maybe there's a second agenda out there that yeah. like the whole reason that they're making all these Neuralink chips is so that uh, they can build an army dude. and just have people control. Dude, there's a conspiracy for everything. I'm sure people have thought about that before. So do you do you buy into many conspiracy theories? I don't really know many much about them, but like, I don't buy into them. But like, I enjoy them. Uh, I think it's a cool way to think about other stuff and yeah. instead of just – I mean, obviously, a lot of them are just very stupid and, like, far-fetched. But I just think it's cool to that there there's other ways to look at it and just – that people come up with these – all these connections and links to uh, maybe some, how it happened differently. And I think yeah. it's just cool to, like, look at them and uh, read about them and stuff. But I don't necessarily believe them – I don't know. It just depends from, you know, like one of my favorites is the, that we faked the moon landing to, yeah. to beat Russia. And I was like, dude, that could really be a thing. <laughs> but obviously I don't believe in it, but I mean, that's one that's like, it could have happened. That I'd, I'd say other than like that one. And then the nine 11 conspiracy that like it was an inside job. Those are probably like the two biggest conspiracies I can think of. Either yeah. that and that there were like two shooters during the JFK assassination. Yeah. But have you noticed that all of them or like a lot of them have something to do with politics? Yeah. I mean, like yeah. it kind of – it really does make you question who's pulling the strings. Like who's really making things happen? It's people that you have no idea I think. Yeah. Like Donald Trump and like the president, I think they obviously have a lot of power. But I think – there's someone else behind the scenes. I guess it's a conspiracy theory that he's like a. They're like puppets, basically. Yeah. But I do think that there's pe- people that will never know the names of that are making a lot of the rules. I I concur. I don't I don't really know much about government. I kind of everything I learned from like middle school classes about how the government works is kind of out of my head. But I kind of find it hard to believe that. The government works as perfectly as the textbooks say, and that. Well, you can just like there. There has at, to be look at reality and see that the government is not working how it should. Yeah, I, I just think that like also the two party system is very outdated. It is. I and but at the same time, it is. 
it's a lot easier to choose between two things than it is like three things or four things. So I, I think that that kind of happened naturally, but hopefully people will start to think outside the box and say, hey, I'm sick and tired of only having these two shitty options. I would rather go with Andrew Yang, yeah, the boy. I just don't like, I don't want to talk about politics a lot, but I just don't like how I, at this point in time, I feel like it's not, it's like Republican versus Democrat, and we're supposed to be like a united country, obviously, but I feel like if you're a Republican, you hate Democrats and vice versa, and I don't think that's, I think that's why we're not going anywhere with our country is people are just so hardcore on both sides that they think that the other side are the worst people, and you know, there's... Yeah, I mean, personally... I mean, there are, there's radical people for both sides, and those people are crazy, but you just... Yeah. That's just, I think it puts two people against, two sides against each other and divides our country even more. And that's like not what we need, especially like right now. Yeah. Well, like to put things kind of into perspective. So you see Trump always tweeting and people saying like, this is what's the country's going to look like under Joe Biden's America. This is the, this is the radical left agenda. And then you look at Joe Biden's political views on like an actual political spectrum and he's he would be considered like moderate in Canada. Really? Like yeah. I I don't really know what it is but the but the left of the left and right of the United States are like so already radical that someone like Joe Biden I don't know. It I looked it up and it said that he was <laughs> I looked it up and it said that he was actually moderate like he wouldn't even hardly be on the left spectrum but either way neither of those donkeys should be running our country. It is sad that it's gotten to this <laughs> Those point. Those are the two best people that we have. I I really don't understand how 2020 could get any worse. Yeah, man. I would say one more thing, but I'm saving it for my uh, blow dart of the week. Okay, all so right. So I don't, I don't want to say it, but yeah, 2020 sucks. It does. We can move on to our next topic. Let's do that, it. We got on a hell of a tangent for talking about evolution. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> Um, another thing that I kind of wanted to talk about is some uh, good old middle school fashion. Colin, do you have any trends back in middle school that, looking back, you're just like, holy shit, how did I wear that? Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is how I literally refused to wear shorts if they didn't come like two inches past my knee. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> talked about that last week a little bit. Oh, we did? Okay. Yeah. Well, another thing is, it was like sixth grade. It's probably like maybe September going into October. And Target dropped the Sean White <laughs> line. Yeah. And oh my God, I had to get my mom take me to Target. Got like black, yeah. skinny jeans and like a skater shirt basically. And wore it to school in time. And I, I just, I was very out of place. But yeah. I just want to be cool. I want to be a skater kid because, dude, middle schools where skaters were sick. It's... I like to think that almost everybody I know had somewhat of a skater phase, like during their adolescence at some point. You had to, even if you didn't go full force, like with the wardrobe, like I did, and was just a poser. <laughs> so yeah. some technical difficulties. Like you had to at least skate a little bit, you know. Skateboarding so fun. It is, dude. There's a really good trail, like, less than a mile from here that me and Andrew went and rode down. It, like, kind of goes between neighborhoods. Um, 
but yeah, like a nice windy trail. Me and him just hit it up the other day, and we're just cruising down this trail. It was so nice. That is a vibe. It was like right at dusk, and it was getting dark too. I don't know. Just letting the it is fun. The wind go through the locks. Yeah, like even though I can't really do any tricks, it's just fun to ride on a piece of wood with some wheels. You just kind of yeah, just get off the phone and you just. Riding through nature, man. It is nice. I've been riding my skateboard like uh, to classes. Yeah. I, so I take the train every day to school because uh-huh. the train stop or the metro is like half a mile from here. Mm-hmm. So me and Andrew just take that to school every day because we don't want to pay the like two thousand dollars it costs for a Washu parking pass. So we just take the train every day, and we right when we get off the train, we just hop on the skateboards and ride hey. to our first class. So one one of our classes uh, from one to the other, it takes like thirteen minutes to walk, and we get. 10 minutes between classes so the math already doesn't check out but that skateboard helps us get there in like five minutes it's so nice dude, yeah and you just show off how much steez you have everyone's like dude but there's all but those are the coolest guys there's always that pressure there's always that pressure that you're gonna hit do a kickflip Luckily, I haven't had a single person like yell, do a kickflip, but I think I'd just be like fuck off like, <laughs> I'm not doing a goddamn kickflip you gotta at least try for them I mean, may, I mean, you never know. What what if I actually... Dude, what if you land it and then just the entire babe crew... Dude. And they're like, wow, that guy's so cool. And then you'd be like, yeah, I know. It is, yeah. It's fun. Uh, but there's always that pressure that you're like, you're going to hit a crack in the sidewalk and go Dude, eat yeah. shit in front of everybody on campus. Even, yeah, even when you're just riding on a street and there's people, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to... I'm gonna hit something. And I'm well, like gonna go any flying. Anytime I do something that like might not be very graceful, I'm always like super self conscious about it. Like even just getting off my board. Like if I don't like make that smooth transition to get off my board and kicking it up to my hand, I feel like I'm a poser and people are like judging me. And yeah, you gotta hit it. You got you gotta clutch it up. But it, it really is all about how you carry yourself. Like you just gotta carry it like you don't give a shit. Yeah. And, but dude, because real skaters don't give a shit. They really don't. I mean, they literally eat shit for a living. Yeah. Not but, literally, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the first day me and Andrew took the Metro, um, he had been riding his skateboard for, like, less than 30 seconds. And th- this is... He, he was riding the skateboard up to the Metro, like, before we even hopped on. Not even 30 seconds had gone in since he'd been riding, and he hit a crack in the sidewalk oh, no. and ate shit. I, I was ahead of him, and I just, like, I heard his... Uh, big like, thud. I heard a big thud. I hit, heard a water bottle hit the ground, and there he was, laying on, laying on the concrete. You're like, shit! <laughs> I, it, I didn't really know what to do. I was like, ah, oh, that sucks. Like, I'm sorry, It's like man. a damn, but, like, get your ass up. That was funny. Luckily, I haven't eaten shit yet, but the, the day it happens, I'm probably going to be embarrassed out of my mind. You should just wear knee pads, elbow pads, and a helmet everywhere. <laughs> that that does remind me when I was a little kid, we used to we used to go to the skate park and with our uh, razor scooters, and some of us had like ankle pad or not ankle pads, knee pads, and like elbow pads. And I just I know the real skaters there are probably like, what the fuck are these kids doing here with their goddamn elbow pads? Get your pads out of here, you <laughs> pussy. It was always sick though when I when you go to the skate park. Did you guys ever see any BMX riders in the in the park? Yeah, dude, fuck the BMX riders. It's totally for skaters. But they look sick. Yeah, I guess. Like when they do little grinds on their little pegs. <laughs> that is pretty badass. And it is very cool. scary. Dude, when I was in California two summers ago, I went to the Vans US Open of surfing, but they're also hosting a it was at Huntington Beach. They're also hosting a BMX competition while we were there. Uh are you familiar with Matt Hoffman? 
Yeah. I saw him. Damn. Like doing tricks on the uh on the half pipe. That's fucking sick. It was sick, sick but like they're just on like a skate park and I think the skate competition had been the day before so we missed that. But like being able to see all these professional BMX like yeah. some of the biggest names in all of BMX were there and I just happened to be in California while it was happening. It was free. Dude, extreme sports are so cool. It is and you get a little GoPro hooked up in there, you build a little YouTube channel. Like I remember back in high school one of the coolest things to look up was just people doing shit with a GoPro. I don't know, did you ever do that? Yeah, have you seen the what's it called it's like just another day or something like that but it's he has like three or four of the videos but it's this dude and he has a gopro and he it's like five or six minutes but it's him skiing down like a mountain yeah but he like sets up it's like almost like a course and he's just doing like backflips 360s on everything and it's just him riding down this huge mountain like skiing and he just sets up a bunch of obstacles and stuff to jump over it's really cool well i like i always look at that and see say man they make it look so easy like i could go out there and do that then i when i get in those positions i'm like no it's scary it's terrifying terrifying. (laughs) yeah if you can skateboard like well you can do tricks and stuff there really isn't much you can do to like look cooler i agree I'm kind of afraid of running into like a real skateboarder on campus. And he just like shows me up. He's like, oh, dude, you skate? You're like, yeah, bro, for sure. He's like, all right, let's have a. He's like, all right, I'm going to do a fakey. Uh, He's like, yeah, fakey let's play tray skate. flip. Yeah. Like, all right, man, I can ollie. I always, got ner- I always got nervous at the skate park when there was skaters like playing games of skate and they're actually nailing tricks. I'm just like sitting there barely able to like run around the skate yeah, park. Yeah, like, I just like to ride on my butt down the hills. <laughs> Hastings did that the Dude, other day. It's fun. It is, what's it called? I think it's called like tobogganing, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. It is fun. Like you well, get a butt bomber. Well, he has a longboard, so he was riding that down the little oh, hills. Nice. But like I couldn't do it on my skateboard, but it did look fun. It's fun. And you just don't have to do anything. Yeah. Just let let the the hill take you. Are you still looking? I know we were thinking about getting a skateboard a couple of years ago. Do you think you'll get one now that you have a job? And you can. I probably will eventually, but I don't know about anytime soon. Just because it's gonna start getting cold and. Oh yeah, that's true. Probably won't ride it for a while. It's been nice outside. It's been like yeah, it feels amazing. You get up in the morning, it's in in the high fifties, and during mm-hmm. the day, it's in the mid seventies. It it really doesn't get any better than this. Yeah, dude. It's amazing, but I just hope it doesn't get too cold too fast, you know? Yeah, I always take those, like, in-between weeks for granted where there's a small, tiny period of time where things are so comfortable where it just feels like room temperature outside all the time. And, yeah. Like, even, like, a nice cool breeze is so nice. I, I am looking forward to some hoodie and... Hoodies are the best. Hoodie weather with some jeans. I, I've been trying to wear jeans on campus more. Like when I was I'm at jury, on them. well, when I was at jury, I wore nothing but like athletic shorts and joggers to class. And I feel like new campus kind of knew me in a, in a sense. And Damn. I, you know, I do, I do want to look good. <laughs> new campus, new Avery. It, yeah. Heard it here first. Yeah. I've been wearing those goaded Target striped tees. Target is so solid with it clothes. It is. $10 t-shirts. I haven't. Have you gotten any jeans Dude, from Walmart's there? Walmart's good with clothes, too. They are. Don't hate on Walmart and Target for clothes. Seriously. Back, back in high school, we had something called FUBU Friday, where you know what FUBUs are? No. Like the fake Jordans? No. The uh, I forget his name on Shark Tank, the black guy. 
Um, Damien, I think. Yeah, Damien. He started that company. Oh, it's, okay. it, it stands for For Us, By Us, but it was a huge hit in the 90s. But now the shoes are just like sold in Walmart. They look like knockoff Jordans, but okay. you, you can get them for like 10, 15 bucks. And we had a thing in high school called FUBU Friday where we just all wore our FUBU Jordans <laughs> to Damn. class. And like we even had a little banner hung up in the commons area saying, wear your FUBUs to FUBU Friday. Everyone just bought FUBUs? Yeah. That's sick. It was sick. I mean, I only wore them like twice because they're like literally the most uncomfortable shoe I've ever worn in my life. Dang. I'm about to have caught me a pair of FUBUs. I mean, from a distance, they do look like the Jordan 1s. <laughs> from a distance. You just got yeah. to squint. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I guess that is something that I wore. And I, I mean, I guess that was high school, but that I feel like that can kind of tie into yeah. some middle school fashion. I was big into uh, band t-shirts in middle school. Like I'd wear a zip-up uh, hoodie jacket with like a Blink-182 shirt on underneath. My jeans had giant holes in the knees. One from, I mean, from skateboarding and like riding bikes and stuff and like just tearing my knees up. So all my jeans had giant holes in them. Uh, they're boot cut jeans too. I didn't I didn't wear like straight or slim straights like I do now, but all my jeans were like super baggy with holes in them, band t-shirts. Uh, I wore like high top Nike skateboarding shoes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought I was teased out, but obviously not the style I'm going for now. In the moment, steeze is a lot different looking back at it. <laughs> I, I like to think that the style that I have going on now is like somewhat timeless, but like baggy jeans and skinnier jeans do like they go in and out pretty frequently, I feel like. I feel like more fitted clothes like like tighter shirts and tighter pants and stuff are definitely have definitely taken over, I think. But I feel like baggy pants are really making a comeback. And like the L, like in LA, everyone's wearing oversized t-shirts, I feel like, and baggy pants. And Yeah, I, I feel that. But like I would never... Right. I don't think like like boot-cut jeans are no. ever going to be cool or unless, stuff like that. Unless you're wearing boots. <laughs> I hate boots, so... I used to wear boots in high school like every day. You I thought hunting after school. I did used to go hunting after school. I, I thought I was a country boy, and I wore jeans and boots and a little camo hat to school every day. I'd, I drove my Chevy Colorado midsize pickup truck to school. You kind of you kind of hit every uh, dem- I like I, demographic in high school. I right? like to think I'm a well-rounded individual. Yeah, you're an emo country athlete. Yeah, you had it at all. And now that the now that my athlete athletic career is over. I'm not a country boy anymore. I'm just a sad little emo boy (laughs) all over again. Just back to being emo. It's all it's all come full circle. Yeah. But yeah, middle school fashions something to look back at and just you just kind of have to laugh. Fuck middle school though. I I liked middle school. It was fun. I thought it sucked. Me and my buddies would walk to school every day and walk home from school and just like the adventures coming to and from school are like some of the best memories of my childhood. Yeah. I don't know how did you live close enough to walk during middle school like any period of time we, we walked from middle school like a few days like if we had like a half day or something or like on the last day before break I'd walk home but most times I just ride the bus yeah I feel that I mean those bus memories do hit different though bus memories do be hitting different but riding the bus was so shitty it was like in the cold months or I mean I feel like right when school starts it's hot as shit that sucks. You ride the bus in winter, it's cold as shit. That sucks. 
kind of like what we were talking about. There's only like a few in, in between weeks there where you're actually just, comfortable yeah, on the bus. Those times when you're like, all right, uh, got to wear a hoodie and pants to school. Then you get off at like three o'clock and you're, it's like 90 out. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever get any bus tickets? No. Really? No. Like I, attention on the bus? Yeah. Like, did you ever get sent to the principal's office for something you did on the bus? I don't think so. Me, I was so, a good kid. Well, I rode the bus. Me and my little brother, who's two years younger than me, rode the bus together. And one time we got into, like, a full-out brawl on the bus because we were pissed at each other for who knows what. And so, like, you know how on the bus you can't really do anything. The bus driver's like, hey, like, stop eating that food. Yeah. Or, like, like, pipe down. Such a narc. Yeah, but he somehow he saw us. Like, we were towards the back of the bus, and... Um, I, I had my brother in a chicken wing yeah. and there was like a bunch of people egging it on, like put him in a chicken wing, put in a chicken wing. And then for like three weeks after I got sent to the principal's office, everyone on the bus just called me chicken wing. What? Yeah. That's a good nickname. It, yeah. Like, I don't know. Riding the bus. I, yeah. I beat my brother's ass. Yeah. <laughs> I never lost a fight to my little brother. Hell yeah. I was like a hundred to no growing up. I don't think I ever lost a fight to my sister. Yeah. <laughs> you guys get into fights quite a bit? Yeah. I just have to batista bomber every once in a while yeah. and just put her in her place how much older than you is she she's three years three years so like that's like a good age gap when you get a little bit older like i feel like at some point you and her were the same size and the fight might have been pretty even yeah I, I i took her to the gulag for sure and had to put my foot down any not, not let my sister walk over me any good fight stories that you want to share like with my sister or just yeah uh, I mean, unless there's you... there's one vivid memory of my sister of like I actually like suplexed her, <laughs> like <laughs> like I actually did in front of my mom and da- dad. Like she was pissing me off and like screaming in my face, and she like like punched me or slapped me or something. And I was just like, all right, yeah, have a suplex over <laughs> my shoulder like onto the carpet. I'm like. And, she just started bawling, and my my dad was like, "You gotta deserve that." I'm like, "Yeah, how about a yeah. get off of me?" That's it. Suplex my sister. Yeah, yeah. When when you have kids and they get into fist fights, do you do you see yourself like? I feel like at some at some points I wouldn't break it up because I feel like it's it, kind of a character builder, like to be able to fight with your little siblings. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's. Yeah, yeah, sh- yeah. Show them to get tough, you know. Yeah, are you? Do you but think I'm not gonna let them like. No, I'm not gonna beat let the sh- like gouge <laughs> each other's eyes out. Yeah, but I I was thinking about this the other day. I I want to sign my kids up in some kind of like martial arts while they're younger, like whether that be wrestling or like jujitsu or karate or taekwondo. I want them to do something like that because I think it is kind of a life skill that you can carry over into when you're older. Like I, I don't, I I probably can't fight for shit, but I feel like at some point since I wrestled for so long that I have some kind of advantage over someone that didn't do that, you know? Yeah. Did you ever do like karate or taekwondo as a kid? I wish, but I mean, yeah, like looking back, I wish I would have done that for sure. And like karate and just any kind of martial arts is like so sneaky. Like what if like, say some dude like picks on someone's like, Like being an ass, and then they're like they're asking for like a fight, and that person just—they might not look like they're tough, but what if they just are like a black belt and they just kick your yeah. ass? Like, 
You don't. Yeah, you it's don't, always sneaky. Like those you videos. You don't know who has a black belt unless you're just right. You're just stunting it around town, like walking around. Yeah. Downtown with a black belt <laughs> gets to be kind of a flex, though. Have you have you seen those videos of the like a kid that knows karate getting picked on? And he just like snaps. Yeah. And just beats the shit out of the bully. That those are always YouTube videos of it. Those videos are so satisfying. They are. The bully it, just getting what. It's always like some big fat kid too. Like yeah, why are picking... all the fat kids always bullied? It's just probably because they're just fat. Yeah, they're probably compensating for their lack of self confidence. Yeah. One of my bullies growing up was on the tub of your side. My dad told me on the it was actually on the bus. My I told my dad about the stories about him picking on me. My dad just goes, "Just start calling him Jelly Roll." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I called him Jelly Roll, and I don't know how probably well made it made things worse. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, good one." <laughs> It was still funny, though. Yeah. Got to humble him a little bit. Oh, for sure. And you got to humble the hoes. Oh, definitely. Roll out there. Humble the hoes. Humble the hoes. You heard it here first on the Horky Boys podcast. Bitch, don't get too comfortable. Yeah. Just, just yeah. You got to be humbled sometimes. You do. It, I, I appreciate the, the confidence in a woman, but just... You think you're all that just because you're hot? Like you gotta get humbled, you know? Yeah. I can't. I can't say I disagree with that. You want to talk about some life goals? Life goals? Uh, what are we talking like a five, ten, thirty deal? Like five years from now, ten years? Yeah, sure. Well, I say. I would say within. I don't know, like five years. I really want to be. I want to get a job with the, the St. Louis City SC. Oh yeah, the soccer team. So like, what kind of job would that look like? What would you be doing? You think? I want to do something in like marketing or like the operations or something. Yeah. Like, but yeah, like operations at the park or something and running promotions and stuff. I think that'd be really cool. Uh, Hands on creating. Creating yeah. the brand, basically, and doing stuff for that. I think that'd be really, really cool. And I think it'd be awesome to work for a sports team. And, you know, St. Louis finally got a soccer team. I'm really hyped about that. So they're, What, they're called the city? St. Louis City SC. Is the city, like, their mascot? Or is that just part of the name? It's just part of the name. You know, like, I know I don't really like it either. But, like, there's teams, like, so there's Manchester United. Right. But then there's Manchester City. Oh, there's okay. Leicester City. Like, gotcha. But I don't know. I just think. The name is too long for St. Louis City SC. They, yeah. I feel like they could have won so it's something else, but whatever. I'm grateful that we have a team now. And they're but. joining the MLS, right? Yes, sir. So, And that's what Sporting KC is in too, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll get a little St. Louis KC showdown from time yeah, to time. I'd, I'd tune into that for sure. Dude, I'm, I'm going the home opener for sure. I'm, I didn't I didn't watch soccer growing up, but over the last few years I've kind of watched it when it's on. It is, and it, I like it. Yeah. It's, like I used to be a soccer hater, but – like after watching it for a while, like other than some of the obvious flopping, which I mean that happens. I feel like in, flopping in every sport. I mean, yeah, that happens in basketball. It happens in, I mean, people do it in football too. People doing, yeah, people like do it in hockey. hockey. Just, I feel like the only one they don't flop is like baseball because they really can't really flop. I mean, there's people that like definitely fake getting hit by pitches, but yeah. I feel like that's a rarity. Yeah, but. but. No, I do like soccer. So, so that's your five-year goal is to be working for the soccer team. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I like my job where I'm at right now at TD Ameritrade, but yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I just don't know if I'm gonna do it forever. I just, you know, I, 
I want to do something with a sports team. That's kind of what I've thought like the last two or three years. I'm like, I want to work with a sports team or something. And I mean, you grew up with a sports background. You grew up playing baseball and all these other sports. You're, yeah, something I'm passionate about. You're a collegiate about. athlete, so like it's in your passion, and you kind of know a thing or two about. Yeah. I mean, not not necessarily soccer, maybe, but you know something about yeah. how sports work and like how to market it, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just I want to do something I'm passionate about, and that's something that – I am. I mean, if, even if it's not the soccer team or just maybe the Cardinals, maybe the Blues or something, but not, yeah. I think it'd be really awesome to work for a sports team. And then I'd say also by like five, ten years, eh, I want a dog, but I want to wait a little yeah. bit. Just, just don't need that responsibility right now. But yeah, five, five years, I'd say I want a dog or at least a cat. And then That's kind of within my two-year goal. Really? I want a dog and a cat. I kind of want them to look over each other. I want to get a cat now, but I live still live at home, and everyone in my family hates cats besides me. I I had a cat offered to me before I moved in here. Yeah, what happened to Brooke getting you a cat? Uh, my roommate is allergic, and uh, he claims that he won't be able to sleep if there's a cat in the house. Which I mean, it is what it is. I'll just wait like another two years, and I'll get my little Goku eventually. Mm-hmm. I I decided on that name like a year ago. I was like, the first cat I'm getting, that's, that's Goku. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know about a dog's name though. I I thought about dog's name. Brooke wants to get a little corgi and name it Tyrion. Corgi is a good name because it's short. A good dog. It's just like short and stubby, like Tyrion is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I like the idea, so I can hop on board with that. And she she also claims to be. Uh, she kind of thinks that she's a little bit of a corgi herself. <laughs> what? I don't know. That's just what she says. She goes, they're just short and stubby, like I am. Just short little legs. Yeah. They're cute. They are cute. All dogs are cute. Yeah. So Not what about dogs. what about thirty years from now? I want a Tesla. Yeah. Which one? Any of them? Cybertruck. Uh, Roadster. The re- yeah. Two hundred k down the. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's thirty years. Yeah. I'll be on Wall Street by then. That's true, dude. I was driving home from Kansas City the other day, and there was a car that just like flew by me in the right lane, like weaving in and out of traffic. And like, at first I was pissed, right? Uh I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, I'm already going 10 miles an hour over. Why are you weaving through traffic? It was a matte green Lambo with the, with the top off. Just, it sounded so satisfying. And I just, I just sat there. I was like, I can't be mad. Like if I drove a Lambo, I'd be doing the exact same same thing. thing. Yeah. It was sick. I, Having a nice ass car at some point in my life is definitely somewhere in those goals. I mean, it's not a priority, but I do at one point want to. I want to buy a brand new car that's like pretty worthy. I don't know. The idea of buying a brand new car isn't like a very good investment because it they, the, especially like a really nice one, their value depreciates so yeah. much. Like I did a math project where we had to find the how much like a all these different cars, how much their price uh, depreciated and. Like within five years, a Mercedes Benz or a BMW is only worth half of what you bought it for, brand it's crazy. new. Crazy. So like, I don't think I could ever do that. Like, actually own one of those for five years, but maybe like for a year, I'll drive a super nice car and I'll just to say that you I just lease it. Yeah, just to enjoy the enjoy the time in it. Because I mean, when you're retired, you don't really have shit to do. No. Driving a nice ass car is kind of one of those things where you can just get away from everything. Drive a nice car and golf. <laughs> yeah, I actually I actually started a fund for. A car I get for when I graduate. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I want to get a Tacoma. Nice. It's a Blaze guy at the old Taco. Yeah, but I, I want to get like one of the newer. I think I'll, I might Wait, actually on. buy that hold brand on. new. Oh. 
That's yeah, church house creeper. You doing okay over there? Yep. Excuse me. <laughs> I I want to get one of the older or not older, one of the newer Tacomas, and I my Jeep right now already has like oversized tires and black wheels and everything, but I don't know. Just having a Tacoma, I there's been some opportunities here around the house where I want to go pick up something, but I can't because I don't have a truck. Like I want to get outdoor furniture. I want to. Like I wanted to get a couch for the garage eventually, but I don't own a truck, so I can't do that. So yeah. I definitely think a truck is something that, especially if you have a family, I feel like yeah, trucks are good to have for yeah. sure. You can do a lot, but then you're also stuck in the. Well, if you're the only friend in the friend group that's got the truck, that is true. Maybe I need to make friends with people that drive trucks that, and then I'll have the little Tacoma and I'll have the smallest one, and they'll never ask for, ask for to use my yeah. truck. Dude, I kind of want to get a. I think it'd be sick to have like a motorcycle. I'm I'm afraid of motorcycles, kind of. It's kind of yeah, like one of my fears. Terrifying, but that'd be sick. Just whipping like a Kawasaki Ninja. It is cool. Brooks' dad drives a Harley. They're it's loud so, as they're, shit. Yeah, I mean they're probably so fun. I think a crotch rocket would be cooler, like a like a sports bike kind of. Yeah, I think so. It's, but it's like just the idea of putting that on the ground and like losing all the skin on your body is. What's probably going to make dead. me, I'm never, I mean, personally, I'm never going to get a if motorcycle. If you get an accident on a motorcycle, there's a really good chance you're just going to die. So, like, there always is that higher risk every time you leave the house. But, I mean, hey, you have a risk every time you leave the house in a car, too, that you might not make it. So, yeah, you might as well whip that motorcycle around. You want to, got some questions? Yeah, um, there is kind of one more thing I wanted to talk about, some future guests that we're going to have on the podcast that we're, I'm looking forward to. I got reached out by a couple of my friends. Uh, yeah, we got Joe Rogan coming. Yep, Joe Rogan's going to come. He's going to teach us some MMA, and uh, he's going to let us drive his Tesla around. Yeah, and he's just going to give us a DMT to do on the pod. Ooh, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. We're just joking. <laughs> Guys, we're just kidding. Uh Tanner Johnson hit me up and said that he wants to have the Horky Boys down in Colorado for an episode. We could, we could potentially be making a trip down to Boulder, maybe around wintertime. We kind of, we t- kind of talked about That's, taking a trip down to Colorado over wintertime if you can yeah, get a Friday off. Yeah. So that'd be perfect. He said we can come anytime because he's getting his masters there. So Dude. we have a place to crash. Colorado's sweet. It is. Would you want to try snowboarding while we go? Oh yeah, for sure. Tanner owns a snowboard, and he has, like, a membership, I think, to... I mean, he might not have a membership, but I feel like he does to, like, a local resort. Yeah. I think he said Arapahoe is the resort he goes to, so we could definitely hit some slope shred than R. Hell yeah, Bar none, hands down. Just up our steez on the slopes. I like to think that because I can ride a skateboard around pretty well that I'd be okay riding a snowboard. Like, the one time I did ride a snowboard, I was pretty decent. But I was also riding on that, like, fake ice snow in Kansas City where they just, like, make artificial snow. So I I know it's different, but, yeah, you could could potentially be catching the Horky Boy shredding the gnar in Colorado here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, The other guest that I think we're going to have on is uh, the drummer from my old band back in junior high, The Eulogy. Hell yeah. He is the current drummer for Crooked Fix, who just came out with an album uh, probably, what, like a month ago, I think. So I think it'd be kind of cool to have him on the pod and talk about kind of how music is made and, like, their process and uh, making their album and choosing album artwork. And they actually went on tour, like, around the country. They were in Colorado the same time I was doing a show. Uh, last summer nice so yeah i think that that'd be pretty cool so get a musical genius in here yeah no he's like a legit drummer like he's oh yeah i believe it yeah 
So uh, that'll be cool. I'm looking forward to him. I'm still talking to – I still want to have Gabrielle sometime. Uh, I don't know if she'll actually do that, but um, maybe she will. She claims that she's going to listen to this podcast eventually, but she has yet to listen so far. That's fine. That's okay. Um, yeah, let's go to our questions now. Um, do you want to start with the blowed art of the week, Colin? Are we doing questions or a blowed art? Oh, question. yeah, let's do some questions. My bad. All right, so it looks like we got a few more questions this week. Uh, did we talk about if we were homeless, what's a crime that we'd commit? I think we did. Yeah, we did. We, we, we agreed on robbing a bank. Yeah. But... Ooh, this one's, this one's a paragraph. You ready for this? Sure. <laughs> they said, what's up, porky bastards? I like the... Hey. Yeah, shout out. Uh, you guys had a good first episode. I'll be a regular listener from here on out. I need some advice on a situation happening at my apartment. My roommate and his girlfriend are way too affectionate around me, and it's gotten to the point where I feel uncomfortable any time I'm in a room with them. She's constantly sitting on his lap, stroking various parts of his body, kissing him, and hanging all over him right in front of me. I don't know, or I don't want to say anything because me and my roommate are really good friends, but I don't know what to do. Any help from Horky Nation would be appreciated. See, that's a good one, man. I, God... Let me let me give you this some thought real quick. That's so, dude. That that's a very common problem. I feel like personally, like, yeah. You go ahead. Personally, PDA makes me pretty uncomfortable. Like, I don't know. I have the self control to just save it for when I'm alone with my girlfriend. So, I can't really relate to how someone would want to just like, especially if someone's in the same room as you. Like, yeah, that's I, just uncomfortable. I would feel uncomfortable being all hanging over my girlfriend like that, kissing her in front of people. I don't know. I, I personally don't like that. Um, but at the same time, you also don't like want to kill their vibe. Like that could kind of make things uncomfortable. If you live with both of them. Yeah. Or, I mean, maybe you don't live with both of them. Maybe she's just, maybe she's just over all the time. If you said something, you could make her uncomfortable. So I do see the dilemma here. Um, Maybe just talk to him in private about it. Yeah, I'm thinking, I mean, I hate confrontation myself. And oh, I'm I know like, if I was in that position, it, it's that's a hard thing to do. But if it really is bothering you and it does sound like it's bothering you, and it would definitely bother me too because yeah. dude, whenever, whenever, you, whenever you're living with your bro, it's like you're hanging out all the time. But if it's like you, your bro, and then their girlfriend – and, like, if you're ever like, hey, man, you want to watch this or something? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, the girlfriend's going to be there. And it just, nothing's nothing's wrong with girlfriends. Girlfriends are cool. Yeah. But the vibe from just two bros to two bros right. and a girlfriend is completely different. When you're with your and, bros, you don't have to censor yourself. You can just kind of talk about whatever you want to all the time. When the girl's in there, it's completely different. And just, I feel like anytime I'm with, like, my bro and their girlfriend, it's like... Obviously, they're just more focused on each other. Right. And, you know, you got to have one-on-one bro time. And the the girlfriend, the GF, can't be getting in the way of that all the time. And It's definitely valuable to have that one-on-one bro time. Yeah, so I think I think you should maybe just talk to him. Like, Yeah, just, just talk to him. Yeah, just, dude, just yeah. talk to him, dude. Like, honestly. You should just go talk to him. I should just go talk to him. Yeah, yeah I think he should maybe just be like, hey, man, like. I love you, and girlfriend, yeah, it, girlfriend's cool, but... It is all about presentation. You can't just, like, get up in his face and say, like, hey, you and your girlfriend are, like, making me super uncomfortable. Please stop 
Yeah. If it is if it's okay, so one thing with the the PDA, I think that's perfectly acceptable to be like, man, like I don't really want you guys like kissing in front of me or like right. like him like stroking your cock or <laughs> you know, something like like that's completely understandable. I don't like when that's right in front of me, especially if you're in the same living room, like on the same couch and stuff like that. Like, come on. You... I think I'd be pretty uncomfortable too. Yeah. That, that doesn't sound like a situation I'd want to be in. And I am also pretty unconfrontational. Like, especially when I'm with my friends, like I like them enough to the point where whatever they're doing, I could most likely just kind of get over it. Yeah. Like when me and you lived together, we had like no conflict at all. No. Um, but I, I do see why you don't, know what to do because conflict with a roommate especially if you guys are really good friends could i mean i've seen it ruin people's relationships yeah. before and but i mean yeah and yeah sit sit them down in private uh present it the right way something i've learned over an almost four-year relationship is that if you have something to say to the other person you need to present yourself like in the right way uh, yeah. See see their side of the street. Yeah. Let them know that uh, that you care about their feelings and that you care about, in this case, his girlfriend's feelings too, and that you just want them to be aware that it does make you a little uncomfortable. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. So. And I think they should be understanding. Like and like, but also, like I don't know who the girl is we're talking about in question, but you know she has to. I think she should also see too. Like, I like they're if they're good friends, you know they like. They've liked to hang out with each other before, but right. moving in together, it's like, oh, I get to hang out with him all the time, but she's there as well, and it's like, I'm never going to actually like, get to hang out. Every time you want to do something, she's probably going to be there. So right. I think also she um, needs to appreciate that one-on-one bro time and stuff. And Oh, definitely. I mean, obviously, I don't know if she how she'll take it, if she's cool, she'll be cool with it, obviously, because, yeah. you know, like, girlfriends are cool, like I said, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, I... You don't want them breathing down your neck all the time. Right, but. I live with my roommate and his girlfriend, and luckily, we've got a pretty good thing going where me and Andrew kind of... I mean, we kind of hang out all day doing schoolwork, and, like, we bull around and play some video games in between classes sometimes. Like, yeah. the other day before our computer-aided design class, we got a game of Valorant in, like, in the computer lab at school. <laughs> um so like we have a pretty good system going, but yeah, girl, having a girlfriend around all the time definitely does really limit the bro time. So yeah, yeah, I would I just, would, I would just, just go talk to talk him. to him for real and let him know what's going on and yeah, but don't sound like you're annoyed. Just say me like man, like I miss hanging out just you, me and you, and we haven't really had that and, right. Um, you know, I chose to live with you as well, and I just don't want to. Basically, you're just third wheeling all day, and third wheeling twenty four seven fun. is not fun. And they they should respect that from you. All right, you want to hit the next question? Yeah, let's do it. All right, um, let's see here. Thinking about GTA, how you can check weird stats like how many pedestrians you've killed or how much money overall you've accumulated. If we die, you can check your stats. What are some weird things you'd want to know? Like how many times in your life you almost died or how many times you were within five feet of a snake and didn't even know it? Weird shit. I've, I mean, I've kind of thought about this before. Dang, that, I, can, I can brainstorm on this one. I, I for sure want to know how many times I jerked off. 
Ooh, I would have to know. It, okay, give us an over-under of what you think it is right now. <laughs> I don't like even know. Thousands? Maybe like 5,000? Yeah, it has to be in the thousands for sure. For sure. I mean, there's 365 days in a year, and you've been a you've been a single man most of your most of your life. For a lot of for a lot of guys, that's daily. Probably start jerking off like seventh grade. Yeah, but I don't. A lot. <laughs> that's why I would like to know. Yeah, with the pandemic, I don't I, think I, I I would like it though. I yeah. think I'd be like, oh. Yeah, that's so. It'd be, be kind of cringe, but I mean, it sounds like you'd be dead anyways, so it, you wouldn't really even care. Yeah, you'd be like, what? Wow. Oh, jeez, that's a lot of semen. Oh, you might have, you might be uh, evolutionizing. Is that the right word? I don't know. You might be developing some big balls over your career with Maybe. how much sperm you've been pumping out. Just pumping it out. Pumping out sperm everywhere. <laughs> uh, with the pandemic, I've kind of thought about this before. I want to know how many people or each person that has had COVID, I'd kind of want to know if I gave it to anybody. Like, because I got over it already. Yeah. I don't doubt that I might have given it to somebody else. I feel like and, I honestly probably had it, but just. Right. I've never gotten tested because I've never shown symptoms. And I feel like that's yeah. the way for like a lot of people. Like, yeah, Andrew I, didn't have any symptoms. Yeah. I can. I, I had a loss of smell. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to know, I, I think it'd be cool to know how far, like how many times I was within proximity of a celebrity and didn't even realize it. Yeah. Like when I was in LA at Rodeo, like there was probably a celebrity in one of the stores somewhere while I was there. Probably. Celebrities in LA go to the beach all the time. I wonder how many times there was a celebrity within like 500 yards of me while I was at the beach. I think that'd be pretty cool to know. Yeah. Do you have any celebrity stories? Uh, Any slubs you've met? You told me about that story of that girl you knew that met Lil Dicky. Yeah, she did meet Lil Dicky. Asked for her for a lighter. Yeah, and she didn't have one. But uh, I would have been like, I'm going to the store right now and get. I'd be like, Hold, wait right here. I'll be back Literally. in two minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna get you the best lighter money can buy. Literally, God, that'd be so cool. But no. uh I was well. We talked about last time. I was literally hanging out with Waka Flocka in the mosh pit. Oh, you were, yeah, for sure. But my last celebrity encounter was when we went to California. We were at Venice Beach, and uh, NBA star yeah, Joe King Noah was just like getting ice cream with his family, and yeah. we were in this shop. And I turned around, and I was like, "Dude, is that Joe King Noah?" Yeah. And we all looked. And we're like, "Dude, I think so. It looks like him." <laughs> I was like, well, I kind of want to go say something. But he was with his family. I was like, ah, I'm just going to leave him alone. He probably doesn't want people talking to him. But at the same, like literally like 10 minutes after, yeah. we saw Giannis, Giannis's brother. Oh, shit. Yeah. He was like walking with a girl or something. We're like, damn. damn. Two NBA players walked right past us. Yeah. I mean, there there really are just so many celebrities like that you don't even know about. Like, yeah. Imagine all the... Especially with TikTok now, there's probably so many TikTokers that have. Fuck that. <laughs> I know, but like you think about it, and there probably are like a bunch of TikTokers walking around LA that you. I mean, I would have no idea who they are, but yeah, but I wouldn't consider them celebrities. It when you see a celebrity in the street, do you feel like would you feel bad asking them to take a picture with you, or like how do you uh, feel about that? Because if I was in their shoes, every time I went in public, everyone wants to get a picture of me. It would be annoying after a while. Oh. It, 
definitely gets annoying. And like, I don't know. I that is a hard question. Like, I don't think I, I would want to go up and personally be like and ask them for a picture. I'd maybe yeah. just like take a picture of them from a distance right. and be like, I saw them. But I don't. I think that's kind of uncool to. Right. Go up and be like, please, guy, get a picture because yeah. like you like, oh, I mean, you're your biggest fan. Like, how many times you probably think they heard that and yeah, like you know, th- that's the last thing they want. They, they, I mean, obviously they appreciate their fans, but they just want to like live a life. Without yeah, I mean, being famous, them. being famous but, would be cool, but at the end of the day, like they want to relax just like the rest of us, and like I'm sure that they miss some of the things that they got to do when they were just a normal person. So yeah. I've never really met the the only celebrity I've really met is a Rod, at some restaurant in Kansas City. I got his autograph. That's tough. But like he was my favorite baseball player at the time. I wasn't just not going to get his autograph. So I literally I walked up to yeah. his table. I was like, Mister Rodriguez, can I please get your? I had his a Rod jersey on and everything because they were in town playing the Royals. Uh-huh. I was like, can I please get your autograph? He's like, yeah. And I think I was so starstruck that my favorite baseball player was in there. My dad told me this later that I didn't even see Derek Jeter sitting next to him in the restaurant. He's <laughs> like, hey, Rod, don't even look to the left. It's literally Derek Jeter to the right of him. Yeah. I don't know. A-Rod was my favorite player at the time, so... Yeah. Um, Celebrities are crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do one more question, then we'll do our uh, weekly challenges. Um, top three restaurant meals. So, like, are we talking combos from restaurants? Like, what are your favorite three combos that you get at various restaurants? I think, yeah, just okay. a meal. All right. All right, right off the bat, my favorite meal right now is the Zaxby's Wings and Things. <laughs> you get the hot honey mustard. Za- okay, so I think you get like six wings, three chicken strips, fries, Texas toast, and a drink for like nine bucks. It's a, <sighs> it's a steal. And you, get, that and you get two dipping sauce. So I, I remember we went to Zach. You had Zaxby's for the first time with me in Springfield. It's that diesel. You you liked it? Yeah, the I think the best thing on the menu is that they're like blazing chicken sandwich. Okay, yeah. I so we had Zaxby's across the street from my high school, so I ate there like three days a week. Like I had a, like a little bit of a lunch allowance. I would eat high V pizza because they had a deal with Rockridge where slices were like seventy five cents a piece. So on the other days, I would save. And I'd go to High V just so that I could eat Zaxby's the other three days of the week with my lunch money. <laughs> so like I, I would consider myself a Zaxby's veteran. Oh like, yeah. I, I definitely think that the wings and things is uh my number one restaurant meal that I can get right now. Hell yeah, dude. That's solid. What what about yours, dude? I don't know if I, I I'm not gonna categorize or list them one through three, but I I got a top three I'm going to do one fast food and then two uh, not fast food. And I would say my favorite like fast food meal is on the McD app, they got the dollar large fry. Okay. And then you can just get a spicy McChicken and a McDouble, and it's like $3.50. $3.50 for – all right, run, run it back. What, what all do you get again? A large on, fry on the app, yeah, yeah. There's a dollar large fry, so one dollar for a large fry, and then the McChicken is like a dollar something, yeah. And then a McDouble is like a dollar fifty. Do so you drink like, or do you just wait till you get home? I just drink water at home. Okay. So it's like four dollars max, and that is a straight whore, straight to the biceps. Oh yeah. 
Well, I I really like McDonald's too, and one of the things McDonald's I wouldn't is so far. I wouldn't say this is in my top three meals, but some select McDonald's have the two dollar bundle, which is a McDouble and a small fry uh-huh. for two dollars. So you get two of those, it's four dollars. You get two McDoubles and two small fries, and those two small fries pretty much come out to a large fry at that point. Mm-hmm. So you're horking down, yeah, two burgers and a large fry for four dollars. I mean, if I'm really trying to ball on a budget. I that's what I get from McDonald's, but I mean I might have to try that McChicken cheese that you're talking about. It's cheese. It is some cheese. Um, my second favorite meal right now. I mean, I only I've only had this twice, but the last two times I've gotten it have blown my mind so much that it I'm gonna be a regular from now on. We were talking about chilies earlier. They have the they have the three for ten where you get uh, the entree, a drink, and a and an appetizer for ten dollars. The bacon chicken ranch quesadillas there are on another level. Like the ones I made last week, don't even come close to. I gotta hit this place up. Chilies. Yeah, you gotta try those quesadillas, man. They're, I will, dude. That I don't even. The ranch isn't even white. It's like a pinkish color. It's so good. Might be that chipotle cheese, <sighs> dude. It's just it's hard to beat that because it's only ten dollars. Yeah. You get a fire ass quesadilla and a salad. I mean, or you can like if you go with two people, you get have one person get the chips and salsa mm-hmm. as their appetizer, so that you guys can fill up on chips and salsa, and then you get the salad or like maybe you guys split it all. You are, I mean, probably can't even finish that. Yeah. What some? I mean, I'm not. I am definitely finishing those quesadillas because there's some gas. But like, if you get a different meal, like the chick honey. Chipotle chicken crispers like a burger, and you eat split it with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like you might not even finish your food. So I mean, Chili's is slept on. I feel like it is. It, I, I mean, it, there in a it's a chain. It's a huge chain restaurant, but I feel like no one really talks about it being like one of their favorite restaurants. But like I personally would consider it one of my favorite meals. I agree. It's it's solid. I haven't been there in a while. Second favorite meal, Colin. Second favorite meal. Um, I want to say it's uh, catered. Uh, you can get it at, like any Chinese place, but yeah, Chinese. Every time I always get is the General So chicken, okay, and rice. But my heart is at uh, New Oriental in Springfield, five fifty for the lunch special. You get the thing of General So chicken, some rice, yeah. crab rangoon, and egg roll for like five fifty. Yeah, I probably had like fifty times. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I only started school. eating there like my senior year. I don't know why. I just didn't like Chinese food that much until like later on in my college career. I mostly just ate Japanese, which is actually going to be my third favorite meal is Japanese. Uh, but yeah, I only ate New Orleans like two or three times, but like it is some gas and so for so cheap. You Do you ever or, usually like order it over the phone and then pick it up? Yeah. Yeah. So it's easy. nice. And we, and we lived right across campus, so it was a – I wish I would have – given it a try before my senior year because i would have gone there all the time but yeah it is some gas my my third favorite meal comes from a little uh family-owned restaurant in springfield it was called little tokyo have you ever been there no i they changed the name to something else now like that sounds more professional i guess but it was called little tokyo um it's on glenstone right next to jose locos and the teriyaki chicken it's it's like hibachi, but they bring it out on a plate too. It's they don't like do it mm-hmm. in front of you. Um, Seven dollars and seventy five cents for teriyaki chicken with a bunch of noodles, a trip to the salad bar, 
fried rice and steamed vegetables and it comes with the yum yum sauce i i pour the yum yum sauce yeah all over the meal dude yeah drink that with a straw yeah it's so good and i don't know i'm really glad i gave hibachi a try because japanese food is up there is like some of my favorites yeah i feel bad like mexican food is my favorite type of food but i didn't list any mexican food in my top three there's just a lot of good food man i know i guess i did list quesadillas though that's technically mexican technically but if i had to go with a a close fourth i'm gonna go with the um uh there's on, on the border there's this like snack meal or something where you get like you get a chimichanga a burrito a hard taco and like something else with rice and beans for like ten dollars and it's just an absolute work down. Yeah. That's that's fill the barrel right there. My my results for the so I did a poll a, like a month ago on like the best type of food and it, it came down to Mexican versus Italian and it was like I think I think technically Italian won fifty one to forty nine percent. But I was like, you know what? No, this is my poll. I'm changing those numbers. So I uploaded the results and I, I added in like fifty one percent on Mexican and forty nine on Italian. It was, it's my poll. I I yeah. ultimately you know I never Dude, said I never, I'm never said, gonna trust a, another poll by you ever again. I never said that the winner of the bracket wins the overall best food. Yeah. I'm not voting in any more uh, any more of your polls. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have told everybody. Yeah, what the hell? You just exposed yourself. I know. Do you have a third favorite meal, Colin? Yeah, my third favorite meal is from this uh, Italian restaurant, and like it's like in Brentwood, I think. It's called Magianos, but it's Tuscan shrimp and chicken oh. pasta. Pa- pasta. Pasta. Shrimp oh, is so good. Dude, it's so fire. I, and the shrimp are like crunchy, like yeah, cooked it, to perfection. It's just a totally different texture and taste. Shrimp's the best. It, I mean, it, it is a little bit ex- on the more expensive side, but it's so worth it. Yeah. Shrimp's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Good. That was a good question. Good yeah, content. That was a good. I question. haven't had dinner yet. It's nine o'clock. I, I'm getting kind of. Have you had dinner? Yeah. Lucky. All right. All right. Uh, so we're, we're gonna blow darts. Of the yeah, week. we're gonna wrap up with the questions. We're gonna go with our weekly challenges. Colin, do you have a blow dart this week that you want to talk about? Yeah, my blow dart this week is Bobby Schmerda for not behaving in uh, <laughs> prison because he just had his hearing, I think, yesterday or today or within the last few days and. Yeah, he's not getting released for another year now. He was going to get released yeah. this December, I think, but he's had like nine violations or something in prison. And they're like, all right, well, you're not being a good person. So, uh, Do you know what those violations were? Probably just like drugs and I don't know. You think he had somebody smuggling in drugs from the outside? Dude, Bobby Schmerder is like a, probably a celebrity in there. Like, I feel like people in prison don't like celebrities being in prison. I feel like they would like beat the shit out of him. Dude, not Bobby Schmurda. I no. Th- then, then again, he probably has like his own dude, group. If in I there. was in prison and I saw Bobby Schmurda walking, like, dude, <laughs> I'm gonna be friends with him. <laughs> like, that's Bobby Schmurda. Yeah, that's your blow dart of the week. Yeah, Bobby, I love you, but dude, I thought you were gonna save 2020, man. Get your act together, and so you can put out some more music. Yeah, dude, you're about to break the internet and recover yeah. or save us of this shitty year, and now. We just have another year of you being locked up, man. Come on. Free so Bobby Schmurda. Bobby Schmurda, blow dart. All right. 
My, I have two blow darts of the week this week. Dude, you can't. I have to. Right. They're, they're equally infuriating. So, I work out, I've been working out at Planet Fitness for like the last few weeks. And living in Shrewsbury, it's like a pretty small community. So, like there's only so many places you can work out. And I guess the Shrewsbury Police Department has been using, like they don't have their own weights or something at their at their uh, department. So all the cops just work out at Planet Fitness and I see them all the time. And that's fine. I don't I couldn't care less if cops are working out at Planet Fitness. But my beef with them, my blow dart of the week is that they all walk around with no mask on like while you're supposed to be wearing a mask while you're going from like station to station. Mm-hmm. Like take I mean, I take off my mask when I'm in a squat rack by myself, but like if I'm moving from like the squat rack over to the benches, yeah. I'm going to put my mask on. Dude, the Shrewsbury PD just always takes off their mask. Like I've never even seen one carry just a above mask the law, around. Bro. They, I mean, they think they do. They think they're above the law, but and then another time I was at Walmart and I guess Walmart because the pandemic is closing earlier than uh-huh. it's usually 24 hours, right? Depends. They're like pretty close, yeah. but they're closing it overnight so that they can like sanitize everything. And I think they closed at like nine o'clock or like 10 o'clock or something like that. And the Shrewsbury police department was outside the Walmart telling people you can't come in. They're closing in five minutes. You can't come in. And people are like walking down the store and the cops that are in, at the like entrance of Walmart, just not wearing masks. Like, doesn't St. Louis have a mask mandate that everyone in public yep. has to be wearing a mask? So, like, yeah. why did, why does the police department get to not wear a mask? Dude, you should citizen arrest them. That would be that would be some content. <laughs> Where I go, probably like, sir, I'm gonna have to do a citizen's arrest. For you. <laughs> I'm gonna have to arrest you for not wearing a mask. <laughs> probably get my ass beat. Yeah. All right, so fuck the Shrewsbury Police Department. So that that's my first that's my first blowout of the week. <laughs> my second blowout of the week um, also kind of goes in hand in hand with my babe of the week. So yeah, so I'm I kind of have to say the babe first. So last week we did our episode of the podcast. Uh, you guys left, and let's just say that I wasn't in a very good condition to drive. And I'd completely forgotten about that I had an order from Walmart to pick up at 530. Because I think you guys left at like 430 mm-hmm. or something like that. I had, a, I had an order at Walmart to pick up between uh, 5 and 6. I completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting on the couch watching TV. And Andrew, my roommate, comes into the room. He goes, hey, didn't you have a, like an order from Walmart to pick up today? I was like, oh, my God, I mm-hmm. do. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, God, I, I, I can't drive right now. I'm like, what am I going to do? How am I going to go pick up my order? I said, Andrew... Will you do me the biggest favor in the world and drive my car to Walmart so I can pick up my order? He goes, yeah, dude, for sure. So my babe of the week is going to Andrew, my roommate. Let's go. For driving me to Walmart to Big pick up. Ace. For picking up my Walmart order for me and coming in clutch because I don't know what the refund is on that because like they already have all your food ready. I, I'm assuming that if you don't pick up your food, they either like hold it for you for like 24 hours or something like that, or they yeah, just don't, don't really get a know. refund. Yeah. So shout out to Andrew for getting my ass to Walmart when I completely forgot about it and I couldn't get behind the wheel of a car. Andrew, you're my babe of the week. But my blow dart of the week comes from when we got to Walmart. So we're sitting in the um, in the car waiting for the Walmart attendant to come bring us our food or all our groceries. And... Uh, a car two doors down you're supposed to wait in your car 
Yeah. Like you're supposed to open your trunk and wait uh-huh. for the Walmart employee to empty all the groceries into your car. And there's a there's a guy two parking spots down that gets out of his car when the person comes without a mask on. Like one, stay in your car, but two, if you're gonna get out of your car, at least wear a mask so that yeah. you're not being inconsiderate. And this dude sparks up a cigarette while the person is loading his groceries, while they're like loading in his groceries with them, sparks up a cigarette. And it's like blowing it in her face. Like I'm sure he's not doing it on purpose, but how can you be that stupid? Like it, yeah, it's already don't have brain cells. Man. It's already inconsiderate that you didn't wear a mask in front of somebody. You're potentially putting them at risk for this. Now you're putting them at risk for yeah lung disease too. Um, that pissed me off. Like I wanted to say something to him. I was like, it's not worth it. Like I'm sorry for the Walmart attendant that had to go through that. But like my yeah. blowout of the week is going to the white trash piece of shit that uh, was putting people at risk. Yeah, hell yeah. So I already said my babe of the week. Colin, what's your babe of the week? My babe of the week is just a fresh haircut. Dude, you, you're rocking a fresh haircut right now. Low key. Yeah? High key. Low key, high key. But literally, every time I walk out of the barber, last time, my girl Rory, she hooked me up, felt good about it, but literally every time I get out of the barber, it's like like a high that yeah. you don't have from anything else. It's like, I just, I just feel like the king and so much confidence in me. I just instantly crank the speakers, turn on, oh. the, turn on the nitrous. It's that just, confidence. It's like, it's like a degree of confidence yeah, that you dude. didn't have before you walked in the barber and you're leaving with like a whole new. Yeah, dude. I would, yeah. Like, I, I feel would, the same way. That's one thing. If I was rich, I would just get my hair cut like every week. I would never be caught slipping. Yeah. Like that's where, I feel like if I always had my hair like f- how I want it, like freshly out of haircut, like twenty four seven, I feel like my just yeah. confidence overall would feel better. Cause after after it's getting too long, I'm like, man, fuck this, and I just like wear a hat half the yeah. time. But I I only get like two haircuts a year because I like to grow my hair out in the yeah. winter time. Um, which I told myself I wasn't gonna do that this year. That like I was done growing my hair out, uh-huh. but. I miss the flow, dude. I I miss wearing like a beanie when it's cold outside and have like my hair come out the yeah. back. I, I just like the way I look with it. So I am growing my hair back, but I know exactly what you mean because one like once I get that mop off my head, come summertime, I feel like a whole new person. Yeah, dude. That was a good one, dude. Thanks, All right. Dude. What's the last thing we got? Song of the week. Song of the week. And this week I have two. I know I had two blow darts, but um. I got some good feedback from some listeners. Shout out to uh, Taylor Eichel. Taylor told me Eichel. That, told me that he's going to be a regular listener based off the music racks alone. Hey. So, um, something that I think that me and you kind of balance each other on, Colin, is I come from like a more rock side of things, and then you kind of switch it up with like more pop, hip hop, and rap. Uh-huh. So, I, I'm going to kind of stick to that trend, but like if I if I find a song that like doesn't even fit that mold, like, you know, I like it. I'm still going to share it as my song of the week. Yeah, song's a song. If you like it, you like it. So my first song of the week uh, just came out this last week. It's by an artist called Nothing Nowhere. Are you, have you heard of him? Nope. It's that uh, Instagram post I sent you where the guy built his uh, built like a mini ramp in his backyard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I wouldn't really call him email rap. Like He does spit some bars sometimes, but... He just has like one of the best punk rock voices over like trap instrumentals, but mm-hmm. he plays his own guitar and he shreds. Hell yeah, dude. Instruments are sick. They are. It 
I kind of kick myself over not mastering an instrument when I was younger. Like I filled around on guitar. Like I'd call myself like somewhat comfortable while playing guitar, uh-huh. but I never got to the point where I like really considered myself a master. But yeah, you you said like you want to play piano when you're older, right? I would love to learn to pay, play yeah. the piano. Um, but the song is called Pretend by Nothing Nowhere. It's got it's got some uh, trap instrumentals with uh, like underlying guitar and the chorus is uh, completely punk rock. So I I think that my punk rock listeners out there would really enjoy that. If you haven't heard of Nothing Nowhere, I think he's worth to check him out because he's got some good songs out there. Um, I'll bump that on the way home, bro. Really? Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Of course. Uh, my second song of the week is by someone that you're a little more familiar with, uh, Poor Stacy. Yep. That's P-O-O-R-S-T-A-C-Y, Poor Stacy. Uh, the song is Empty Room. Have you heard that one? Yeah, it's a good song. Empty Room, the guitar in the background is just like so nice, and all of his songs on the album are just so catchy. And, yeah. and again, like another punk rock like influenced song, kind of. Like, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd call him an emo rapper for sure. Yeah, he's like... Like X and like Trippy and all in that spectrum. But his but his music I'd say more leans towards like rock. Yeah. Most of his uh, beats are like live instruments, like live drums, live guitar. But then he just has this like super deep. Uh, I don't even know how to describe. He does his get voice. like emo screamo. Yeah. Kind of it's a nice too. vibe. But did you listen to that album through? Yeah, that's you that, liked it. Yeah, that was a good album. Yeah, uh, put me on album called Breakfast Club by Poor Stacy. I recommend any song on the album, but uh, the song I want to recommend to people that haven't heard of Poor Stacy before, Empty Room. Uh, it was actually number one on the SoundCloud rock charts for a while. Dang. Which I, I know that most rock artists aren't putting their stuff on SoundCloud, yeah. but he was leading the SoundCloud rock charts for a little bit. That's something. That's a good accolade no matter yeah. where you're at. Colin, I'm curious to hear your song of the week, dude. Dude, my song of the week, you're probably not going to like. But oh, I have an open mind. Dude, you know I'm on the Baby Keem hype train. All right. Love Baby Keem. I think you sent me a Snapchat of you listening to some Baby Keem this week. Yeah, Baby Keem's fire. And he just dropped two new songs on last Thursday. And both of them are solid, but I'm going to say the one that I'm going to suggest is uh, Sons and Critics Freestyle by Baby Keem. Album probably coming soon, but... Baby Keem, he's uh, Kendrick Lamar's n- nephew, so he's got he's got a little mentor above him. What'd you say the song was called? Sons and Critics Freestyle. Okay, yeah, That's, I got I got it pulled up right yeah, here. Yeah, got a little monochromatic color scheme there. That is, dude, monochromatic sick. Yeah, dude, but That's a cool cover. And his other song is Hooligan that he came out with too, but both okay. of them are solid, but yeah, dude, Baby Keem hasn't put anything out since like last year and i listened to his that album called die for my bitch not die for my bitch at this <laughs> moment but uh yeah dude first time dropping music in a while i think the album's coming out soon so i was just really hyped that baby came drop some new stuff and you know when i put that song on after i put some total war pre-workout down and i'm, oh, yeah. I'm in the gym by myself dry scoop yeah i'm 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 putting hundred pound dumbbells through the wall. Oh yeah. So dude, shout out baby shout out Keem. baby Keem. Shout out baby Keem for getting juicy, calling juicy this week. Dude, and baby Keem is featured in uh, in Dave. Yeah, dude, yeah. Lil you Dickie pointed that out when we were baby watching Keem. it. So um, you know whatever little Dicky likes, he likes baby Keem. He knows baby Keem's truth, man. Music has been so important during this pandemic for me. Like anytime I see new music come out. I am like listening to it immediately yeah. and it it really can change your mood completely. Music is a huge thing and very important I think in our lives. Oh, definitely. 
definitely one of my favorite things in the world. And so, like, I think I said it last week, but yeah, like, literally every night before I go to bed, I just pop in the AirPods, listen to a couple songs, and I'm like... You saw just... some Bob Marley grind? Oh, yeah. Love, yeah. Love me, Bob. Good old Bob. Dude, I actually saw something kind of sad about him. Like, there was a Ask Reddit that was... That asked, what are some celebrities that uh, behind the scenes, they're actually like huge assholes. And there was something that apparently like Bob Marley hired, uh, like basically his like crew or gang. They they would like go to like the radio stations and like basically like hold them gunpoint and stuff and like force them to like play his music. Like back home in Jamaica, like before yeah, they he blew like, up, I'm They assuming? basically like, yeah, like force these radio stations like play his music. Damn. I know. Kind of that hurts my heart to hear that. Yeah. Coming from the same guy that wrote a song called One Love. Yeah. But the music is still a vibe though. Yeah. It can still be appreciated. It's not like he is it's it's pretty shitty, but Yeah. Still good vibes for Bob (laughs) on the music. Yeah, you just kinda gotta block that out. But Yeah. I wish I didn't read that, but Yeah. But yeah, good good music recs uh to our listeners that uh, decide to stick around this long I we appreciate it let us know what you think about the podcast um, again not really sure what kind of schedule we're going to be on with this it's just kind of a like spur of the moment thing I text Colin and say hey you want to do a podcast he's like yeah alright let's go do it um, but yeah let us know what you guys think uh, it's really fun seeing you guys uh, text me and say, Hey, I listened to your first podcast. It was really good. Yeah. Um, give us recommendations. If you want to hear us do like a segment or something. Yeah. We're open to whatever. We're you think open we to do whatever. something or, you know, I like that. The question about the, the roommate and the girlfriend, that, those are good questions. Yeah, Maybe it, not the, are you a top or bottom? That's pretty stupid <laughs> question. So, uh, some more, some more thought provoking questions. I, I'm saying. Yeah. I, I'd like some more advice questions for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Just, I like providing a different way of looking help us, at things. Help us mold the podcast. Yeah, we we have a somewhat of a structure here, but like it is open to transformation. Yeah. But all right, with that, I I guess we're gonna sign off. I didn't come up with a catchy phrase to say when we're. That's all right. We'll find something. So for now, I'm just gonna say, see you later, horky bastards. Horky boys out.